WMCHD3 Detroit, KMPS HD3 Seattle, WBMX HD3 Boston, and on AOL Radio and Yahoo Launchcast. Psychic Radio is now CBS Radio's The Sky. Back to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. Call now 248 545 Soul. New SkyRadio.com. Can quote unquote demons kill people? Does every paranormal entity come from a parallel world? Our parallel world overlaps, increasing in frequency for the average person. Well, on that wonderful note, welcome to the 456th edition of Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. I'm Ben, and those wide ranging but related questions came from my co host and partner in the paranormal, my dad. So this evening, we're doing open lines, and we have some very interesting notes from our listeners. And we also invite you to call in, and the number is 248-545-7685. Again, that's 248-545-7685. Okay, so let's get right to it. This, this is one of the more interesting ones we've received lately. It's from Carolyn H. in Australia. Ah, so Carolyn writes to us, hi, Paul and Ben. I never miss your show if I can help it. I was delighted to pick up uh, my husband's smartphone when we were on a cruise to the Antarctic. Wow, sounds right up your alley, Dad. Anyway, I wanted to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you something, I, I and like I hope you both do, do not think we are crazy. That's how every story starts. This is going to sound crazy, but I have always been interested in the paranormal ever since I was a kid. But I never really had any experiences I could say were haunting. Uh, hauntings, UFOs, or anything like that. Then a few weeks ago, something happened that I could never imagine, and my husband saw it too. We lived not exactly in the outback, but pretty far out, about uh, 90 kilometers, uh, or, yeah, kilometers, from um, Gilgandra in South Wales. I pronounced that correctly. New South Wales, right? New South Wales, sorry. I don't Uh, know about the town, never heard of it. Never heard of it. But um, we were washing up in the uh, kitchen one morning last week, and my husband looked out the window, and I heard him gasp and drop a dish that smashed on the floor. I also looked out. Again, You do. <laughs> I hope you do not think we are nuts. There was a dinosaur with a long neck walking by just below the ridge and, br- and uh, brush, and we can see from the window. Uh, it was just walking about 50 meters away. We could even feel the ground shake a little under the house. We could just... We just could not move for about a minute. Our brains could not process it. Ghosts and UFOs I can take, but a dinosaur? All I can think <laughs> of is your multiverse ideas. Will there be more of them? Do you think we are in danger? Uh, we do not want to disappear into, a, in, into some parallel universe with dinosaurs. Oh. Well, what do you think? I think that is really... Some, that, that comes across as uh, somebody who's really did experience that. You and, can feel the fear in that. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's not terrified. You're like... Yeah. You're well, like, what would you do if you looked out the door? Like, uh, I'd be terrified, too. Oh, we usually see our cats and foxes. Yeah. Well, if Rusty turns into a dinosaur. Anyway. Um, Rusty's our cat. Well, yeah. either it's the Flintstones or... Well, they don't, don't sound know. like they're the Flintstones. No, not at uh, all. Not I at don't all. think Bedrock, Bedrock was in Australia. Well, no. uh, first of all, on the, I, I, I love that you picked us up in Antarctica. I guess we're pretty global now. Uh, must have had a heck of a Wi-Fi on the ship. I remember the guy in Lapland who wrote into our, our other station and said he picked up our Monday show in northern Scandinavia. It was, <clears throat> it was pretty good. It's a good old atmospheric skip. Anyway, uh, well, Carolyn, uh, we... Often get the question, probably the most common question. Do you think we're crazy? 
And uh, I just no, no, I just no. I just don't don't no. think so because I don't know about Ben, but I have heard of this before. I I, I heard of a case that at least one in in Arizona, a certain area of Arizona, which may be what we call a thin place, if you will, uh, where the boundaries, if you want to call it that, are thinner and um, things overlap, and people had seen dinosaurs. Um, I would say count your blessings. It could have been a T-Rex. Uh, just joking there, but um, I, I just it just sounds a lot like an overlap. It's interesting that you have uh, never had any other experiences. I'd like to know how long you live, have lived in this house. Um, it sounds like it's pretty rural, so I'm not going to ask if your neighbors saw it. You probably don't have any neighbors. Well, she says it's not exactly the outback. Well, I've been to Australia, not exactly the outback. Uh, to us, it would be the outback. So uh, I don't know. But, yeah, we'd like to find out more. Uh, certainly, if uh, you have this experience again or something like it, we'd like to know. Uh, I, will you disappear into a world of dinosaurs? I, mean, I, I don't want to alarm you, but I, was, I, I think that, that on exceptionally rare occasions that has occurred. I, I think it's safe to say that, say exceptionally well, rare. Somewhere, somewhere you already did. Well, that's it. Somewhere, somewhere, you're already there. Um, that that's the thing. Anything that can be conceived, that's going to come up in another note here pretty soon. Anything that can be conceived really is possible. However, there are worlds that are far rarer than others because of the physical laws. Anyway, uh, I don't think you have much to worry about. This is a a, a, a multiverse experience, although an extremely unusual one in in our opinion. Um, it's interesting, you know, Ben, that that, that she. Uh, Felt they they felt the house shake Shaking. a little bit under the uh, th that means and you know th and this goes along with our contention that when you are having a paranormal experience this comes up on another note too you are really partially in that world and whatever it is you're seeing or hearing or feeling is partially in your world because again it's an open system there's lots of, of energy exchange between these uh, worlds within the multiverse because it, it's 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 a dynamic um, system. So I think that's essentially what you uh, were seeing. Um, uh, you don't really know what else to say about it. Uh, naturally, you stood there, your brains could not process this. It certainly would be uh, something to uh, to experience that. Um, again, um, I think you, you're right. It's, it's oh, there's one thing you didn't forget. Uh, will there be more of them, and do you think we are in danger? Well, I, I don't. I think it is extremely unlikely. Uh, I th this does not seem to have noticed you, uh, the, this creature. Um, I I think I and anyone interested and anyone else interested in paleontology. I was that was my lifelong sort of an interest since I was a kid. I was ahead of my time. Everybody thought I was weird because I liked dinosaurs. But uh, I wonder if uh, <clears throat> you know what was the color or what did it look like. Uh, but again, um, there could be purple polka dot dinosaurs too in the multiverse somewhere so who knows yeah. maybe it wouldn't be quite accurate as far as our own world is concerned but I don't think you should really worry about it particularly because it does seem to be an extremely isolated incident uh, if this were happening frequently and they were stomping on your house well I'd say you would have a problem but uh, at this point I think you're probably okay but let us know if anything else happens in this regard uh, if you lived in a thin place you'd be having frequent experiences but it could have been just what I sometimes call a pass-through. Uh, you just happen to pass through a certain point. And people say, well, what do you mean by that? Well, you know, I, I was, um, I just, I do things like this. I happened to uh, get out the calculator and I figured out that between the movement of the Earth orbiting, orbiting, uh, I should say, rotating, 
and then orbiting around the sun, the movement of the galaxy, I should say of the solar system within the galaxy, the movement of the galaxy, uh, which is spinning, and then the movement of the... Um, the the the, galax- the the galactic family, the bunch of galaxies around us that is, for some reason is moving at high, relatively high speed toward the constellation Hydra. Don't ask me why. Uh, there is about we're all moving at about sixteen thousand miles per second, I believe. Right. All all considered, and uh, there is a certain theory of the multiverse that there are certain physical points in space at which there is a certain uh, blending or a thin point uh, at which these things can happen more easily than at others. So perhaps we reached a point, you just happen to be lucky enough to live there, where we reached a point in space where that that happened to you. I mean, that's one possibility that I think has has some merit. Mm. So, all right. Um, We burned up the whole first section with that. All right, here is... um, Oh, this is a good one. This is from... Annette G. in New York City. Wait, didn't we answer this already? Because I, I just read the first sentence and, uh, oh, well, whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll do it again. A lot of people say, hi, guys, how do you do it? Yes. Hi, guys, how do you do it? No, I didn't, she didn't say <laughs> that. Hi, guys, I don't know why you have such a problem with spirits. As you said yourselves, anything is possible in the multiverse. So why does everything have to be material? Uh, do you also have... You also said that our memories and creativity comes from a collective unconscious. Wouldn't that allow a ghost to still be itself? All right. Well, of course, we get this all the time. We see there, there seems to be a debate going on among a bunch of listeners and ourselves about this issue. Uh, the, this comes from many interviews we do in which I question, and I think Ben joins me in this certainly, the, the traditional spiritualist interpretation of ghosts and the paranormal in general that that uh, and and I'm always saying that with the western limited western epistemology or or or, or system of knowledge that we have in uh, that comes from the European and American culture uh, the enlightenment so called of the 18th century things of this kind and the way we learn our science the way we're educated we tend to break things down to the least common denominator, even Occam's razor. That's, you know, whatever simplest, well, simplest according to whose way of thinking. Uh, Occam's razor being the the scientific principle that the simplest explanation usually is the most uh, correct one or the correct one. And I don't don't think that's true, necessarily. We have a very limited point of view, which when you have an experience of the paranormal, you, you see or hear someone you might have known who you went to their funeral a week before, Aha, it must be a remnant of them or their spirit or something like this. My next step in the argument was, well, how can you be you without your body? It's an integral part of you. Uh, it, it's, and then people will come back to me and say, aha, you talk about the little boy you learned so much from in the 1990s, the terminally ill child, and I often talk about him. And he said, my body isn't me. When I, in so many words, asked him if he was afraid of dying. Well, when he said that, I didn't get the impression that my body has nothing to do with me or is just a shell. It was like, when he said it, it was like him saying, well, my nose is not my face, okay? Which, but still, your nose is not your face. It's not the whole you, but it is part, it's not your whole face, but it is an important and integral part of your face, okay? Or your hair is not, your, your, your hair is not your, your, your body. or you, know, you get what I'm saying. 
So that's the impression I got. I think there's one thing that we're not um, uh, considering here, and that is there are, within our super selves, within the multiverse, there's not just this spiritual aspect. There is a body. There are many bodies that are all part of us in many different worlds. That, that's what I've seen, and that's the way I've experienced that. But we'll come back to that in just a second. You're listening to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno on CBS New Sky Radio. Stick with us for more interesting letters from our very intelligent listeners. <laughs> Talk to you in just a minute. Stay with us. Discover your spirit. Listen to Spirit Guide Radio, where leading spiritual experts serve as guides to nourish your soul. Every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern, Heidi Hollis, The Outlander, The Zodiac Girls with Solaris, Laura, and Kira. Ask Dr. Doug with Dr. Doug Lear. PSI 911 with Katie, Rhonda, and Christy. Life by Number with Celeste. And Your Reiki Journey with Heidi Harrison. Spiritually Speaking Radio for the Soul. CBS Radio's The Sky. Believe. Spend all your time waiting for that second chance for a break that would make it okay. There's always some reason to feel not good enough. And it's hard at the end of the day. I need some distraction Oh, beautiful Memories seep from my veins Let me be empty Oh, weightless And maybe I'll find some peace tonight In the
Psychic Radio is now CBS Radio's The Sky. Back to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. Call now. 248-545-SOUL. New SkyRadio.com. Believe. Welcome back to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. And we are talking, well, we're actually discussing Annette's email as she asks us, or well, questions us on the... uh, Material versus the spiritual. Yes. And uh, I don't know if you put this deliberately like this, uh, Annette, but I've never said everything is material. Matter is just another form of energy. And there's another level to this beyond the many bodies and the multiverse all being us kind of thing, or the whole whole thing being a unity. And that is the position of many physicists who approach the multiverse idea in the way we do. Many do not, but... Uh, the ones who do often will say that within these various worlds, there are different laws of physics. And one of the reasons I, I sort of latched on to the idea that the whole idea of, of spirit by itself being a whole person is a problem. And I did that was I was that was hitting me by the late 1970s. That idea uh, is that um, within this uh, this particular realm in which we exist, in which we experience these things. The laws of physics, in my opinion, do not allow for spirits to manifest um, as just spirits and have all their memories and still be your Uncle Steve or whoever it is or or somebody you don't even know, you know, quote, haunting a house, unquote. I don't think that's possible in the laws of physics of this world. In other worlds, sure. But I think it is... uh, Unlike a rather rare world in which that that can occur. Now, uh, different laws of physics would mean that you have different manifestations of what we might call matter. You might have things that we can't even classify in this world. We think of matter and energy, and there might be something even beyond that. Anything that is possible might exist in these worlds. It's a lot bigger than just the guy dying and his spirit, you know, staying in the house. I mean, it's, it, that's, that's the way we understand it because of our limited uh, parameters of thinking. Plus, in the Western mind, we don't put things together to reach new conclusions. We take them apart, and that doesn't work. And our, the state of our society and our science shows that, in my opinion. Anyway, I think that uh, you need to consider all these things when you are listening to us talk about this stuff, because we're not saying everything's material. Um, and uh, the idea of the collective unconscious, that, that, that's the idea. Think of the cloud. Is, is that a good analogy, Ben? What cloud? Oh, well, oh. well the, the cloud in the cyber sense, everybody's talking about it now. It's this thing out there somewhere, some servers that are why off-site. Not, that you, why not just the Internet in general? Or the Internet in general, okay. Uh, but, no, but the I think. Yeah, the Internet in general or the cloud will be analogous to this idea of the collective unconscious, which the great psychologist Carl Jung came up with. And that essentially says that your memories and your imagination, your creativity, most of what's you is not even in your body. It's, it's, it's really in this out there in cyberspace, so, so to speak, uh, analogously, and that you can access this at different times. That's why we share memories at times and all this business. I don't think that goes quite far enough, but I think it's on the right track. Mm-hmm. So as a result, uh, you could theoretically have a, a spirit consciousness that is existing out there. But I don't think that works either because I don't think that's good enough either. So anyway, that, that's my opinion. I could be wrong. Ben, ben might have more to add to this. But again, consider the multiverse in this, and you, I think you have a problem with the laws of physics we have in this world. 
the idea of spirits. I think, uh, so what is a ghost? As, as I've said many times, I think it is the actual person in a parallel world where they never died, and you can't interact with them from, because of the laws of physics of that particular world if you interact with them. They can be very knowledgeable about us. Uh, I, I've run into people who, who, who've run into relatives in parallel who had no idea who they were, didn't remember them at all. Uh, because they didn't exist in those worlds. I mean, there's a lot. This just gets very complicated. There's a lot to this, and it's not just sitting around the crystal ball or the campfire and telling ghost stories, or the the naive approach that most people take to this. So that's my opinion. Ben, anything to add to that? No, I, I agree with what you're saying. But then, if the laws of physics are like that, then wouldn't somewhere someone ghosts would actually be spirits of the dead or whatever oh sure but i mean what does that mean what form would that take could they access this world uh-huh. you know that they could since since we are in many worlds ourselves uh they, we could access them in the mind i suppose but i mean that it, it seems far more likely given the laws of physics of this world and given what we've seen that you're dealing with a, a parallel world person rather than a parallel world spirit you know although it's, it's nothing is impossible but I think it's far more likely that you're dealing with what we say you're dealing with instead of the spirit of some dead person just floating around out there. Well, again, that's not impossible, but I've, I've never seen it. I don't think 43 years of investigating this stuff, I don't think I've ever seen a disembodied spirit. Nope, me either. You know? Okay. This is a rather serious one. We get these from time to time, actually rather frequently, and um, it raises questions. And I ask you to suspend disbelief with this. Very often you hear something like this and you think, oh, this is some nut. But uh, that's not fair, because I've run into things that uh, make me wonder about the, the validity of these things as in, in, the, in the positive sense, and it does uh, bring up some important questions, and people do need help here. So uh, this subject is, I have evil spirits surrounding me, and they killed my fiancé. This is from Sarah in Tucson, Arizona. Alrighty, so Sarah writes to us, I am 29 years old. I've been plagued with paranormal for, uh, with the paranormal for my yeah, four years. Uh, I moved into an apartment where someone was violently murdered. I then moved into another apartment where it was infested with five demons and two portals, uh, just in my bedroom. Uh, my fiancé was getting attacked and finally succumbed to a massive heart attack at 30. Uh, now that he is gone, they are attacking me. I'm showing signs of heart issues, but my uh, tests always come back negative for anything. Every time I move, they follow me. I am moving again in July. Uh, All right, now I'm gonna. We'll just take this bit of. Uh, I think one bit of the time here. Right. Now I wrote to uh, Sarah and I asked some questions about this. You know, how do you know there are this number of demons, and how, what, what do you mean by demons and uh, portals and this business? And uh, she did send a supplemental email, which we will get to later. But uh, if I may just uh, <clears throat> answer these uh, or address these one by one. Uh, plagued with the paranormal for years. That indicates to me, Ben, that, that there may be some sort of, uh, I suppose, well, I, I don't know. Uh, you might say psychic ability or mediumistic ability, you know, whatever that may mean. Uh, I think it means you have a person, you're sort of person who is very much in touch with other worlds, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, it could also mean, it could also be a sign of mental illness, but I've seen. Work, having worked in psychiatric hospitals, I've seen mental illness that really was, a, in, it was either a paranormal experience or was intertwined with a paranormal experience. I mean, I don't mean to cast aspersions on Sarah. I have no reason to believe that she's not being very sincere here. Um, into an apartment where someone was violently murdered. Okay, well, that, um, 
usually is a problem. Somebody dying somewhere. And the way we live in New England, everybody's died everywhere mm -hmm. here, you know, and we just came back from old England some months ago. And that was, you know, it's an old place. People die. But violently murdered, that kind of sends out echoes across the multiverse. And you can pick them up and there can be connections you don't want to have <clears throat> with that event. Uh, then moved into another part was infested with five demons and two portals. And uh, we'll get into that in her next uh, email. Hopefully we'll have time. Uh, just in the bedroom. Uh, the fiancé uh, getting attacked and finally succumbed to a massive heart attack at 30. Um, very, very often people will take their misfortunes, and this is a tragic thing to have happened, especially at the age of 30, and they will blame them on quote-unquote demons, which we generally interpret as parasites. And th this, is, this, is the, this is the heart of the issue here. Um, we deal with parasites all the time. I've dealt with them for decades. And the question is, how powerful can they really get? What do they want? Well, I long ago came to the conclusion they're really, they're, you know, they're, they're not spirits. They're not servants of Satan. And they're paranormal. They're life forms, interdimensional life forms, if you will, that feed upon, among other things, our negative energy. And uh, Ben and I both run into that all the time. Indeed. They... Um, but, but can they kill you? I have been injured by them in poltergeist cases. I believe the poltergeist phenomenon, unlike many people who interpret it differently uh, from the way I see it, I think that these are parasites that have gotten so strong by feeding on a certain person or people that they can, uh, that the energies they attract and the action that, that they take results in these uh, huge objects moving and things like this. And I have been physically injured by flying objects in the midst of, of uh, I think, of two cases in particular. Now, the question arises, if they can't hurt you, can they kill you? There have been reports of this. I don't, I have never found one that I really believe. There seem to be certain limits. I don't know if they're, they're um, interdimensional or super physical laws, as opposed to the physical laws we just talked about in each universe. Maybe there are laws that embrace the whole multiverse. Um, wh why can't Godzilla, uh, who must exist in some form in some parallel universe somewhere, you know, just blast across the world boundary and eat New York? Okay, well, that doesn't seem to be a common occurrence, and it's certainly I've never seen anything really like that. On the other hand, people have disappeared apparently through the boundaries of these uh, of these worlds. We just talked about this dinosaur sighting in Australia. And um, so I think it is entirely possible that these things can manipulate us, affect our bodies, and perhaps even, I hate to say it, perhaps even, even kill us. But the, again, again, I think that is, uh, if, if it is possible, and again, I have never seen it, I think it is, ex it is uh, exceptionally rare. All right, so I don't know about this. It sounds like the, the, the guy just had a heart problem. Um, you know, Sarah, and, uh, you know, it, it's just, you, you hear of these things. You hear of high school football players who go to practice and then just come out and, you know, they, they keel over. Uh, ben, what do you say? Well, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, I, that, it doesn't really make much sense for parasites to c cut off their food source. Yeah, you're right. It's like if you, if fish just built a dam for themselves. <laughs> like, yeah. It doesn't really... It's just I don't know. It doesn't. It just doesn't really jive with me. I think you're right. That's a good point. I mean, why would parasites uh, kill off their food supply? Although I mean, there are 
situations where, and we may be facing one uh, in this world in the next few years, I don't know, where, where entire worlds do seem to be attacked and, and destroyed. I mean, and they move on. These are interdimensional creatures. They can always find more food. So uh, I don't know, the risk of getting nuts here, uh, I, I just think it's probably safer to assume uh, or more logical to assume that this probably was just a health problem. Uh, although, again, we don't know. All right, so moving on here, um, every time, uh, Sarah says, every time she moves, they follow her. This may be, might be a symptom, if this is all there is to it, might be a symptom of something I've run into, I don't know about Ben, but of parasites following and uh, farming certain families over generations. I ran into someone in California when I was lecturing uh, there some years ago, and uh, someone was in the audience who just just stood out. I just, you know, she was she was just there, and it was something. Yeah, you know, she wasn't particularly, uh, you know, wearing loud clothes or anything, and she was just one of a large audience. But there was something, and, and sure enough, she came up to me afterwards and said she had this problem. And it's it push comes to shove. It seemed that she came from a family of Mediterranean background. Uh, not that that means anything, but I mean sometimes uh, certain nationalities have certain connections with. Uh, with uh, certain kinds of parasites, which is an interesting phenomenon in itself. And uh, she said it, it seems that, that there had been a parasitical entity or, or several um, following her for generations. So we have to take a break now. You're listening to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Van Eno on CBS News Sky Radio. Be right back. Stay with us. Are you tired of feeling stuck? Are you ready to feel healthy, clear, and grounded? Is it time to feel like yourself again? Hi, this is Shay Parker, founder of Best American Healers. If you answered yes to any of the questions that I just asked, NowAgeWellness.com can help. Danita Nicole, also known as Dee, is a spiritually based healing practitioner who founded Now Age Wellness. Dee has trained under master teachers to perfect her healing techniques. I personally recommend Dee if you are looking to reclaim yourself in more ways than one. Learn more about these services at NowAgeWellness.com and let your healing begin.
Psychic Radio is now CBS Radio's The Sky. Back to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. Call now. 248-545-SOUL. New SkyRadio.com. Okay, and we continue to deal with a letter from Sarah here, which is uh, rather long and involved, but I think deals with some important subjects. She mentions that she has had... She has had uh, these uh, demonic attacks, things of this kind, and whether these demons, or as we refer to them as parasites, because the, the demons are more folklore sort of a name, uh, whether they can cause physical illness, physical harm, or even, even death. Now, Sarah, you mentioned that you have signs of heart issues, but your tests always come back negative. The kind of stress you seem to have been under can create what appear to be heart-related issues, pains in the chest, uh, things of this kind, even false heart attacks, as they're sometimes called. Uh, this is something that you should be uh, uh, aware of and uh, certainly be grateful if it's not, not a real heart problem. You don't want that kind of thing. And it says you're moving again in July, but that these things tend to follow you. Uh, we talked about that. It says um, you have called psychics and a shaman, but they can't get rid of them. There are three different color eyes I see, red, green, and white. Now, that sentence is very interesting in itself. Two things, of course, psychics and a shaman. Uh, there are psychics and there are psychics. I find that most of them have no idea what they're actually doing, even if they're, they're real. Many are, unfortunately, fraudulent. Many are not. Many are very talented. But a lot of them, I found at least, have no idea that they're actually dealing with parallel worlds and they think they're dealing with some kind of spirits here and this... You know, if you ask the wrong question, you can't get the right answer, and I think that's often what they do. Although I don't know who you call or who they were. Now, shaman are usually with it. They they um, tend to be aware of the multiverse and that you can travel, you know, to different worlds and get what you need, uh, but they can't get rid of them. Uh, <clears throat> if I were going to be cynical, I'd say they can't get rid of them because there aren't any. All right, but I don't know that. And from what you say, you have to assume that there that there are uh, to be safe. There are three different color eyes I see, red, green, and white. That's very interesting because in my experience, though, those are the main colors, the primary colors that you see with uh, what are commonly known as orbs. Uh, this gets us not, into, not only into other areas of the paranormal, but into UFO, uh, the UFO realm, because uh, as several guests uh, who are experts in that recently have told us, those uh, balls of light, even small ones, are very often um, the, ma the main manifestations of UFOs these days. People are not as frequently seeing metallic craft with legs, you know, landing in the field or whatever. They're seeing these, these balls of light, very often red, green, or white. I find that very interesting. So what are you actually dealing with here? We find that parasite cases often overlap or are mistaken for UFO slash alien manifestations or vice versa. Maybe they're the same sometimes. That's something we're getting into now. Uh, a big trend in UFO research is to, uh, is what I call sort of a pan-paranormal approach, realizing that other phenomena can manifest through the same processes, like in the Mothman case or things like that. Anyway, uh, and you go on here, Sarah. I was told that green eyes were the dark temptress following me. I don't know what that is. Uh, everything happens around me, and I don't know what to do anymore. I moved in with my mom, and this thing followed me again. Uh, what did your mom see or, or hear? I think a, a continued correspondence on this might be good. 
And the Sarah continues, I am afraid I will not be able to fight it much longer. Uh, are you afraid it will do you harm? And then she continues, my animals freak out around me. I can't walk down the street without every dog in the neighborhood barking and growling at me. I wake up screaming at night because I'm dreaming of people's murders. My mom is now frightened for me as whenever I am around, the electricity in the room I am in goes out. That's very interesting because that often is a manifestation kind of of multiverse stuff too. Although, uh, I'm the sort of person myself who cannot wear a watch or any sort of jewelry because I'm too magnetic or electrical. And this is a very, sometimes happens with me. I, you know, electricity in the room uh, won't necessarily go out, but machines sometimes will malfunction. Uh, that is sort of a, a, a bio-personality type of event. It could be that. And that same kind of electrical uh, activity might cause you to be uh, sort of connecting with parallel realities. Why? Because these boundaries, in our opinion, are nothing but plasma and are magnetically uh, sort of electromagnetically uh, active and if you are very electrical or magnetic, you are very often quote-unquote psychic, okay? Yeah, and, I, I ruin my girlfriend's Wi-Fi every time I go over their house. They always lose connection when I walk in the door. Well, there you go. Yeah. Alright, so you my son being my son, there you go. Alrighty, so uh, she goes on to say, I was told that uh, these demons have killed killed in my apartment before. No, let's hold on on that. I've asked oh, for an explanation of that, and it might be in the next one, uh, which came in very recently. All right, so should I skip to the next sentence? Yeah, go ahead. All right, I can see them at times. Uh, the green-eyed creature uh, has been seen next to my head on my pillow when I go to sleep. Uh, is there any way you can help me? Uh, by the way, psychics run in my family, but my family always said I am the most powerful. Well, there you go. I... I w- if, if this is what it appears to be, it's, it's possible that there are parasites attached to this family. Now, there is a supplemental email as she responded to some of my questions. Alrighty. My fiancé was a psychic medium, but not very strong, as am I. He hired a couple psychic mediums and shaman that told us that this, uh, uh, told us this, and they could not get rid of them. I actually, uh, they actually made it worse. Uh, we were told this demon with white eyes gave somebody a heart attack in the closet. All right, hold on there. Let's. Uh, what are you getting out of this so far, Ben? I commented on these uh, balls of light and orb-like things she's been saying. I need to think about it. Okay. All right. Well, uh, just in this case, um, you know, calling in psychics and mediums and having things get worse is very, very common, I'm sorry to say. Um, this is because I think they don't really understand what they're doing. Shamans, that's more unusual. Usually they, they can Well, it depends what through. kind of shamans they are. All right, well, we'll talk about it. You know more about the night. proclaimed shamans, ah, yes. like um, the elderly like white guy teaching Tai Chi in the park doesn't make him a Tai Chi master. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. That, that's, like, that's absolutely correct. <laughs> it's, it's really like, or the guy who built like a built a table in his backyard that doesn't make him a carpenter like they <laughs> right. they i mean it's it's like you really have to be careful who you choose you really have to look at them see if they're qualified not saying like their skin color really means anything but saying that if they if they go up to you and say they're a shaman or whatever or use titles and stuff like that then that's probably not not what you need you know, that, that, that's extremely well put. There's a problem today with people, and the, the, the media fuel this by giving all these people publicity. 
well, I'm a ghost hunter, or I'm a shaman, or I'm this, and you know, there's no there's no accountability. There's no uh, measure of credibility or or ability, except other people who claim to be the same things. Mm. You know, there's no there's no accountability in this field, really. Um, somebody said, well, you know, and the biographies of these people almost inevitably will start with. Oh, I had a psychic experience as a young age, or I've been interested in the peril, paranormal since, since for a young. I mean, since a young age. I mean, so what? I mean, I've been, you know, if you've been interested in brain surgery from a young age, it doesn't mean you can do it. So I think that might have been a problem here, Sarah. You probably might have called in the wrong people. Indeed. So she goes on to say, I've seen two demons myself and three eyes. The first demon has green eyes, or I think she meant three sets of eyes, or maybe I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the the first demon has uh, green eyes and wears a dark cloak and has a glowing uh, greenish necklace. The second I saw has white eyes. His body is on fire, and his hair strand his hair stands up, uh, but constantly moves. All right, now here we go. Now I'm asking myself, gee, this is awfully physical, isn't it? Awfully material, and this gets back to the very point that I'm always trying to make: that that these so-called spirits. Wearing clothes, uh, having bodies, doing all these things, you know, and the the hair moving. I mean, th- this uh, if, if if this happened as it is being related to us, this is as uh, to me as multiverse written all over it. Indeed, you know, and, and you're you're seeing through the boundaries to some other things, uh, perhaps that that are parasites. These parasites, in my experience, on an, on several occasions, have been. Physical, really. I mean, I, 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 the story I always tell was in this house in Bridgeport, Connecticut in 1974. I was trying to protect a child from one, and I had a physical push-shoving match with one of these things. You couldn't really see it very well, but it was kind of gauzy. But uh, the thing, I could feel skeletal structure in this thing. So uh, I think we're dealing with something far more interesting here than, than perhaps than spirits. So, uh, all right, we better... Wait here, we have another break coming up. So we'll we'll continue with Sarah's letter. We're taking most of the show with it, but I think it's got a lot of these very interesting questions and hopefully answers to it. You are listening to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno on CBS New Sky Radio. We'll be right back. Stick with us. Enlighten. Empower. Enrich. This is CBS Radio's The New Sky. New horizons. No boundaries. time of year Somewhere far away from here I feel fine enough I guess Considering everything's a mess There's a restaurant down the street Where hungry people like to eat I could walk, but I'll just drive It's colder than it looks outside It's like a dream you try to remember, but it's gone Then you're trying to scream, but it only comes out as young When you're trying to see the one beyond your front door 
Take your times away, I'm gonna make you smile when you realize that the guy by side might take a while just to try to figure out what all this is for. It's the perfect time of day to throw all your cares away. Put the sprinkler on the lawn and run through with my gym shorts on. Take a drink right from the hose and change into some drier clothes. Climb the stairs up to my room. Sleep away the afternoon. Like the dream, you're trying to remember when it's gone. Then you try to scream, but it only comes out as the arm. When you try to see the world beyond your front door. Take your time to wait out on your feet. Smile when you realize it got my side. Might take a while just to try to figure out what all this is for. Try to figure out what all this is for. Try to see the world beyond your front door. Try to figure out what all this is for. Psychic Radio is now CBS Radio's The Sky. Back to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. Call now. 248-545-SOUL. New SkyRadio.com. Believe. Oh, I guess I'm supposed to do the intro. Welcome back to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. I'm Ben, and to my left is Paul, and we are currently discussing an email of very interesting occurrences. Well, I think, as Ben and I were saying during the break, uh, ultimately, Sarah, and then there's more to this, but ultimately, Sarah, you are responsible for your own life. You called in psychics and a shaman, probably like most people do, in order to come and fix it. But as we have an email here we're not going to get to, we discussed that, that you participate, all of us participate in the paranormal events we encounter. It's not something coming through and affecting you and you're just the victim. It is trendy today to be a victim, of course. And you are ultimately in control. How powerful this is depends on you. I've found that time and again in cases. And I learned the hard way. Uh, In that very Bridgeport case I talked about where I was having a physical encounter with this thing, that when I was angry at it, when I was afraid, I get it, I gave it power. When I took control of myself the power of the parasite diminished. That's the secret. You don't necessarily need shamans and psychics to come in and do this for you. What you need to do is start taking control of your life. Start bringing in positive energy. Start realizing that you can be someone. You can conquer this. You are in control. And if you aren't, then some part of you and other parts of the multiverse is. Connect there. Ben? No, that, that, that's, that about sums it up. I mean, you're only a victim if you allow yourself to be. Yeah, there's a time for compassion and there's a time for tough love. 
I think you need some tough love here, Sarah, on this. Now, please continue to communicate with us uh, on this, if, if you will. But I think that, you know, these things are only as powerful as you let them be, if indeed there are things coming through. Uh, there are medical questions and drug questions that also arise here You that was not addressed in either of your emails. Ask yourself that. I don't know you. Uh, you're going through it, not me. Uh, so or us. So these, but these, these are all questions. This is what it comes down to: bring in positive energy and take control. Stop being a victim. Okay, this is um, okay. Ugh. All right, this is from probably the last, might be the last one left time for. Jesse uh, says, "Ghosts and and Jesse is from Texas." Alrighty, so Jesse writes to us. Hold on. A second here. Oh, sorry, sorry. I do. I do like that you consider uh, paranormal unit or parallel universes, but not every entity uh, is someone from another universe overlapping. I am familiar with parallel worlds, uh, but what do what I do disagree with you is the storage of memory in the collective unconscious. The electric universe uh, theory shows uh, that everything is energy. A person is not their body, but the electrical energy animated it or animating it. Uh, when a person uh, remote views or astral travels or whatever their paranormal experience uh, is, uh, is their consciousness uh, that becomes aware. It is their consciousness that becomes aware of the experience. Uh, when I've encountered ghosts, uh, they are not physical. When I've encountered people uh, from parallel universes, there is a moment where they are not physical, but uh, then they are. Uh, telepathy or uh, TK or any of those uh, direct directed thought. Um, if if any of those are directed thought, uh, they're therefore directed electrical or pla- plasmatic energy. I've seen martial artists project thought and knock knock a person down. When a, a ghost uses a phone or whatever, they're doing the same. Uh, uh, directing thought. It is all ripples in the force or subtle plasma fields that we all... The ex- force? Uh, ripples in the force, I guess, or pl- subtle right. plasma field that we all exist within. Okay. Well, thank you, Jesse. Very thoughtful uh, note. Why does everyone think that everything we say is material? <laughs> well, because they hear they're West. We're speaking out of a more no, more. we're saying it's a mix of both things. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. Uh, I agree with 90% of what you say here, Jesse. Yeah, we're not saying you're wrong. No. Um, the electric universe theory, I don't think that, again, I don't think that that embraces all the possibilities here. But, uh, you know, you, there are certain things that, that again, these are assumptions that, that we, um, we just assume here uh, when we use these terms. Okay, a storage of memory in the collective unconscious. Okay, fine. Uh, the person is not their body, but the electrical energy animating it. Or what does that mean? Uh, I have a problem with this idea. Of the, we're back to the same argument again. The body being absolutely nothing when it comes to what we are. I think that is absolute nonsense. The body itself is energy because matter is energy too. These are all different forms of energy. Um, remote viewing, astral travels. I mean, how, think, how do you know this? You said you've encountered ghosts that are not physical, physical, and people from parallel universes that sometimes are. Well, what do you mean by that? Different forms of energy in different universes uh, translated into our own pathetic terminology, I don't think, explains your point. Um, the telepathy, TK, but it must be the telekinesis, which is 
movement of objects and different things like that. Um, any of these are directed thought. Well, directed thought and plasmatic energy. Uh, I can see from here this, this idea that when someone dies, they immediately become a super being uh, protecting their families, and many people believe. And, and sometimes there's something like that happens. But how does a, a ghost, especially with no brain, uh, know how to direct thought? Thought does come from the brain, I'm sorry to say. Sorry to have to tell you that, but I've been involved in experiments that measure theta waves and things of this, trying to find out about this stuff. There is a physical component here that you cannot get away from. And I haven't been able to get away, get away from it in, in uh, all this 40 years of paranormal research. So I just, I see what you're saying, but I don't buy it. All right. Well, we got three minutes? Yes. Okay. Yeah, right, ben, what's your comment on that? Well, I don't know. Do we just not come across clear by saying it's a balance of both things? I'm beginning to wonder. I mean, the show <laughs> seems to be popular. It must be getting through to someone. I think the problem is that we use it's, – it's the terms. It's, it's Our language is not up to actually talking about this. We use terms. At least not the English language. Well, I don't know. Probably most others either. We, we use terms and speak from a certain framework that is – more part of Eastern thought than Western thought. Western thought, as I say, being uh, likely to to disassemble things. They make it so much more complicated than it needs to be. Yeah, it's like math. It's like you're taking like a second grade math course, and your teacher says, "Well, to find X, you have to do this, 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 and this." When all you really have to do is just make both sides equal. Yeah, pretty much. how to go. I was asking, well, "What's X?" You know. I would always go beyond. I just and people will talk to me today sometimes, and I just don't hear in the same way that they are speaking, really. So anyway, there we are. Uh, that's about all we have time for this evening. There are plenty more to go through on our next open line show. Certainly, write to us, Paul at behindtheparanormal dot com. A lot of you have written. I should mention this to Ben at behindtheparanormal dot com, but he's had a consistent trouble with his email. So we're trying to fix that. And you yeah. can always write to me at Paul at behindtheparanormal.com. It'll so. be fixed within, the, hopefully, within the next future. millennium or something. Yeah, maybe. All right. All right. Uh, check out our website. It's behindtheparanormal.com where you can find over 500 free podcasts of all our past shows. And also check out our site at www.newenglandghosts.com where there are case studies, photos, along with articles by my dad. Yes, and we just uploaded the case about the invisible friend in Florida, so that was a good one. Uh, if you buy my books on either of those sites, you will help keep those podcasts free. My books, of course, being Faces at the Window, on this subject at least, Faces at the Window, Footsteps in the Attic, Turning Home, God, Ghosts, and Human Destiny. And also on those sites, you'll find a direct link to various charities that we have adopted, particularly the city of Moore, Oklahoma, devastated by the tornado uh, recently, and their donation page. Please check that out. So many thanks to our producer, Brandon Jackson, and we will see you right here next week with a show that's quite different. Uh, three listeners and their out-of-the-body experiences. We'll compare and contrast, so send your questions via the online forum at BehindTheParanormal.com or email to Paul at BehindTheParanormal.com. In the meantime, tune into our Boston Providence Drive Time show on WON, 1240 AM, and ONWorldwide.com at 6 p.m. Eastern every Monday. And check out, again, all those podcasts of past shows. We leave you this evening with a thought from the American aviator and folk hero Charles Lindbergh. Life is a culmination of the past, an awareness of the present, an indication of the future beyond knowledge, quality that gives a touch of divinity to matter. And I'm Paul Eno. Or I'm, I'm Paul Eno. Eno. You're somewhere, somewhere, I'm Paul, and I'm, and I'm Ben. And thanks for joining us on a great cosmic journey, and we shall see you next time. Despite the identity crisis. <laughs>